Okay. Uh, I want to start this episode off by uh, saying that... Uh, so, my opinion of League of Legends has changed ever so slightly. <laughs> um... I still think it is a piece of shit uh, game that only brings out the most toxic cesspool-like personality out of people, but it's good for advertising our podcast. So, if you're listening and you've just beat uh, Adam in a game of League, because of I'm, course you did. Because I'm bad uh, at Welcome. Game. Yes. Welcome. Uh, welcome to something you can unwind to while you rage and play your your piece of shit baby game with cool uh, skins. <laughs> welcome, welcome. This is the podcast where yelling is in the distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm one of your lovely co-hosts, Adam. And with me is Eli. Hello. Awesome, awesome. What episode is this? This episode seven? Oh, I think seven. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, it's seven. Yeah, we, we haven't missed an episode yet. And we don't plan to. Yeah. Awesome. So, Eli, what have you been doing this week? What have I been doing this week? Uh, oh, um, doing a little bit of catch up on, on life stuff. Um, trying to make sure I take a, the next step forward in life uh, and do it right. Um, yeah. But in terms of stuff that I've been doing, uh, mostly uh, I've been doing a lot of writing, um, doing some personal writing, trying to make sure everything's all, all clean and good for presentation. Uh, I've been playing more more cyberpunk, uh, and we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that uh, later. Yeah. Um but I've I watched yesterday with with the girlfriend. I watched uh, half of an ep- uh, of a movie. Um the movie was called Bobbleheads. Okay. Um so you know, you know like Toy Story and how like it's about toys and what they do when humans aren't looking at them. Sure. Yeah, well, this is this is that similar concept. Okay. Bobbleheads. Okay. So like um, Albert Einstein bobbleheads and stuff like that. Uh well, they're they're kind of like um, they're not really like you know actual characters. They're kind of like knockoff characters. So you've got like the anime one. <laughs> okay. Then you have the animal one. Then you have the one that's of a athlete. Okay. And then you have the one that's of like a skater. Um, the movie's not that good. Uh, <laughs> is it if, um? Is it like is it animation or is it like CG? It is a it is a three uh, D um, CG movie. Okay. Uh, it's not it's not it's not good. Uh, I'm just gonna throw that out there. It's not really good. I mean, it's funny to laugh at, but I think you'll be laughing at the things that they don't want you to laugh at. Oh, okay. Uh, so the basic plot of the movie is like this girl, young girl, moves into a new town, um, and her parents, who design like roller coasters at theme parks, 
uh they move into this new town and the girl's like uh i want to make new friends but i don't want to make friends because all they do is use me so they can get like free tickets to to fucking universal or whatever uh because mm. my parents and i'm like okay <laughs> and so the dad gets a call and he's like you know what let's go to let's go to disneyland as a, like a vacation. Okay. So, okay. So they leave to go on vacation. And the bobbleheads. Um, the fucking bobbleheads. They're like alright. So now we gotta guard the house. And do bobblehead things. And their heads bobble. Okay. And they use bobble like the smurfs use smurf. And it's the <laughs> dumbest shit. <laughs> oh no he's bobbling. There, there are apparent. There's apparently like a high bobble council. Okay. Um, there are like creeds and mantras that every bobblehead goes by. Wait, Eli, are you saying that this show has a deep lore behind it? Yes, I'm telling you that this movie has a deep, intricate lore uh, that I don't think the world is ready for for the high bobble council. Huh. Okay. Um, it is. It's not. It's not a good. It's not a good film. Um, well, what's what's not good about it, Eli? Because this sounds like Oscar-winning material. Well, the if you like, you know, movies with narrative, this ain't it. Oh. Uh it's it's okay. Animated, like it's it's. I mean, it's not like you know high grade movie theater you know pixar quality or dreamworks quality or blue sky quality or sony pictures quality or you know any anything of that matter but like it's you know it's not like fugly it's like you know what it's like you mm. know what it reminded me of animation wise you oh. remember barnyard yeah i love barnyard yeah that's the animation that movie reminds me of okay okay because barnyard's great uh, I don't. I don't know if the movies held up well. No. Okay. Actually, even better. Not movie barnyard. TV barnyard. Back at the uh, barnyard in quality. That. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. What, all right. All right. I can get. I can combine that. That's the the quality of the movie in terms of animation. Like, um, uh, what's what's that movie? Ants, I think. Ants was was DreamWorks. Oh, okay. Ants was uh, the DreamWorks response to Bugs Life sure was uh it was just way darker and like oof uh it also wasn't that good but there are some charming bits in it i think uh, i had it on vhs hmm. but um funny enough i think i got it on vhs because my parents thought it was bug's life but i guess that's <laughs> how they get you but we'll get to dreamworks later um but I did that. I saw the movie uh, Over the Moon with with my girlfriend. Um, okay, cool. That that is a good movie. All right. Uh, so over, the duality of it. Okay. Yes, Over the Moon is a movie based on uh, the uh, a Chinese myth. Uh, I I can't remember names because I'm bad at it. But basically, this woman who loved a warrior. Um, and the warrior went off to war uh, to go fight in a war or whatever. 
and she and she was waiting for him and something happened i think she like got ill and so she decided to take a take a take the pills of immortality and when she did she went to the moon and she waits on the moon for her love to come back and it, it's a cute little it's a cute little movie okay. um ken uh ken jong's in it oh really yeah he's in it he's singing he's doing <laughs> he's being ken jong yeah okay right. uh so I was good. I was kind of surprised when I heard him there, and like when they were building up to his music number, I was like, "Ken Jong can't sing, can he?" And then he started singing, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's why he's on uh, Mass Singer because he he can sing pretty well." Uh, but it was a cute movie. It was pretty well animated, very brightly colored. Uh, the main lady, um, oh, I forgot, but she reminded me. She reminds me of a League of Legends character just because of like. Cause she does, cause she comes out and does like the K-pop thing or like you know a pop performance, mm-hmm. and then like later on she does like a hip-hop uh, song where she's rapping and she's in her little outfit, and it just it just reminded me of like KDA and mm-hmm. that whole thing. It looked like she was like a League skin. Oh, um, I see. So all you League of Legends players, cause I know you're watching, you're listening rather, go watch it to get your jollies and go go cue all over. Uh, over the moon. See? I, I know. <laughs> We're inclusive. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> we I know. know I know your buttons. Go go Q and E all over. Do your E all over her. I, I know. I know. I'm smart. Adam understands. Yeah. I, I'll, you know what? I'll let you uh, keep thinking that, Eli. You, yeah, see? He gets it. I, I get um, it. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, didn't, I didn't do too terribly much, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Not as much as I wanted to do. Uh, but it's also the holidays coming up, so you know everybody's getting ready for that. So it's gonna be gonna be a little bit slower in terms of like personal things going on. Yeah, especially with what's going on right now. Can't yeah. really go out and do much. Yeah. So we we did hang out earlier in the week, though. Yes, we did. One we, of our we, uh, buddies came back. From uh, yeah. overseas, we safely uh, we safely hung out and uh, took you guys to Razoo's for the first time. Yeah, I, uh, I you like guys had, had Gator. Yeah, well, I've had Gator before, but I never right. had like fried Gator. Yeah, I've had an alligator burger. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. Now I gotta get you guys frogs legs and stuff. I love frog legs. There you go. I don't think uh, I don't think our buddy has. I oh, think. I doubt it. Yeah, no, he's he's very he's he hasn't he hasn't had that side of the the, the bayou yet. But um, <laughs> ain't got taste for the bayou. Ain't got that taste for the for the deep bayou. <laughs> for them swamps. Um, but yeah, I took you guys to Razoo's. That was good. Yeah, um, we actually uh, helped him. Um, what's it called? Put his uh his new graphics card into his computer. That was well. I I gave emotional support. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then just you were kind of just in the corner, but that's okay. I mean, I was supporting. Yeah. You were in the way, Eli. N- what? You were in the way. I was. Ne- I gave you guys light. I yeah. I held up my but phone you, light. You you lit the wrong parts of the area. Hey, you know what? Maybe your big ass <laughs> forehead went in the way, and like stealing the fucking reflecting the light back at me, I could see it properly. Anyway, 
But you know, that was uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, we have fun here. <laughs> and we were but, safe. Um, we were safe. Yeah, we we did we did the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was that was pretty much pretty much my week. I don't think I did anything else notable. Uh, oh, oh, I did. We did. We're we're getting you caught up on Stranger Things. We're starting the Stranger yeah. Things journey. Stranger Things uh, is pretty good. Stranger Things is pretty good. Yeah, we're currently on uh, season two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I've told the story on the podcast of like our relationship with Stranger Things. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, just you need you. We're getting him caught up because <laughs> Adam is behind, and uh, I finally decided, fuck it. Uh, the new season is going to be coming sometime next year, um, so might as well get him caught up before he starts complaining and starts blaming me for his inability to catch up. So from Again. what? So this is what I'm hearing. Is I won. Yeah. I won, Eli. Uh, anyway. So. It's anyway. just, it's now cemented in uh, the uh, in the inter- interwebs. Uh-huh. That I won this, you know, year debate. Or this uh-huh. yearly conflict that we've had. Uh-huh. Because this was back in what? We were still in high school, right? Yeah, it was like our last year of high school. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but uh, rewatching Stranger Things, it's it, it's it's good. I, I love Stranger Things. You know, it's so um, fun. Um, it it was kind of a struggle watching it again. <sighs> Excuse me. Well, it's kind of a struggle watching it again and like trying to remember uh what happens. And yeah. like, because uh, uh, say say because we got to the we're at the scene where they were um, where they were the basically the assault on the bus yeah with Steve and the kids and they were on the bus mm-hmm. um, as they were approaching the bus I was trying to um, I was gonna make a comment basically referring to that scene coming up not remembering that it was about to happen and oh. Adam hadn't seen it yet um, but it, it is cool seeing, uh, and especially with the power of hindsight, because I'm caught up. I, I've seen se- all of season three, and I know what happens. Yeah, Adam does not. Because he went so, behind my back and watched it all. Anyway, you weren't even a, 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 a forethought. Yeah, see? See? Uh, see what I have to you, put up cause with? Because you refuse to do your own homework. You need me to hold your fucking hand. <laughs> it was a thing. carry you through we yet again. We it together, Eli. Yet again. Eli has to clean up the scraps behind everybody and do the work himself so that nobody throws a bitch fit. Sorry, so, Eli. technically, I win because I'm the one that has to clean up your fucking, the shit from your mouth with the, uh, with the bib that you're wearing. You fucking baby. <laughs> uh, no, I'm pretty sure I won because we're watching it together. So sure, I won. Um, but it's a it's a fun little it's a fun it's fun. I love uh, Stranger Things is good. Um, I think season three for me out of all is the strongest season. Um, but I, I said that while we were watching it, what I love about Stranger Things, um, and all like all three seasons do it really well. But it does this thing of like, they're each there's their groups. Each season establishes like 
these are the groups, mm-hmm. right? And each group will have their puzzle piece. And they're going to basically go down their own path. And then at the climax of the season, everyone t- brings their puzzle piece together and make the full picture. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting like formula that they're doing. Um, yeah. I wonder if, uh, like, I again, I haven't seen uh, season three. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I'm not able to, like, comment on that. But I wonder if uh, season four is going to kind of follow that same, like, kind of idea. Maybe. Uh, it, 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 I, uh, I don't, they probably will. I don't know what pieces they'll have. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Because um, the way season three left off, it was kind of on a note. Um, I, I just, I don't know how, how it'll go, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But, um, season three reestablished my, my three favorite characters, which is, uh, Hopper, Bob, and Billy. <laughs> I love those three for their own separate reasons. I love Hopper. Hopper is, is the best character. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, every every everyone loves Hopper. He's he is the dad. He sure is. He's just a dad. That's all he is. Yeah. Uh, to to the to his partner cops, to Eleven, to the boys, to everybody. He's just the dad. God, his partner cops are pretty incompetent, though. Not necessarily. Uh, it's not that they're. It's not that they're incompetent. It's that Hopper is just two steps ahead always. Oh no! Hey, uh, they said that the this might be poison. So make sure that you're wearing gloves. And then it cuts to the uh, the two cops, and the guy in the background is sniffing the goo that's on his hand after he touched it. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> But I just love it where where there's where they're uh where they're going over their notes and it's like what do you mean you stopped you were supposed to keep going it's like but it was dark chief it's really dark outside haven't you had flashlights Ooh. It's like, what do you mean <laughs> boss it's time to go home uh so it's it's just uh Hopper's just attitude and how he carries himself is very is very fun to watch um with him interacting with other people mm-hmm. i i um, love the secretary i yes I, oh my goodness just adam sh- has adam has this thing for characters like that because he he's the same way for for julie oh, uh, and cora she's the best she knows where, exactly what is needed at where all time. you have to do is just say their name and they appear with the thing that you wanted. Because uh, they know you so, they know your mannerisms and they know your habits so well that you don't even have to say what you want and they'll get it for you. So good. Adam has this weird thing with that and it's very funny to see. <laughs> um, One day. I'll I, I do that. love the synergy. Sure. <laughs> I do love the synergy that uh that everyone everyone has uh, the the cuz the what the what the second season does uh it kind of it starts a lot of relationships. Uh if you if you've noticed cuz it started yeah. the one with with Max and the crew with the boys. 
um, as we've just seen now in the in these latest episodes, um, it started with uh, Dustin and Steve. They're kind of having like a little a little bromance going on. Yeah, that was that was a definitely budding budding friendship. Interesting and new. That's cool. Yeah, because you never would have thought that the two of them Mm-mm. would be would be friends. <laughs> so it's it's a very it's a very cool little friendship that they've got going on. Um, you see. Uh, Joyce and Bob. Bob is the best. I love Bob so much. Bob is pretty wholesome. He's so endearing, he man. Is. He's adorable. He He's an adorable little dude. Yeah. Uh, fuck Billy. Billy, though. Billy is the pinnacle. I hate Billy. I I love Billy. Only be, I love Billy only because of the the opposition that he poses to everything. Billy shows up and just shakes the entire foundation. Yeah. Uh, he shows up and takes Steve's spot as the popular kid. Uh, just by his raw attitude and his uh, his charisma. And his just not giving a fuck. Yeah. Uh, he, he is abusive. He is, he is angry. He's an angry asshole. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I think it's just fun to see him interact, especially when we see him later on. Uh, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure to... it'll get to that point where, like, I'll, like, be like, okay, I do like him. Because that was the same thing with, like, uh, Milo, I think his name was, in, uh... Um, in Korra? Yeah, in Korra. Yeah, 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 yeah. early episodes, I hated Milo. But then you, but then you turn into your favorite of the kids? Yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> he was pretty good. Because they found out what they wanted to do with this character. Yeah. Uh, you you establish like a couple key points. Like with Milo is that he's loud and he's farting all the time. Uh, and then they added like the military drills. And then you just kind of put that in like a 12 year old kid and there you go. And boom. Now you have Making a Making you proud, granddad. <laughs> Who's also really good at uh, drawing. And art? Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I love... I love And Eleven, her journey that she's going on uh, this season of just kind of discovering herself. Mm-hmm. And what it is she wants in her existence. I did find the, the episode um, where like she meets her um, her mother... I found that mm-hmm. that was, like, really interesting. Like, just going from, like, you know, her babbling, like, just saying words, and then, and like... making fun- it make sense. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, because she was, she was rambling that, like, all, like in the first season, mm-hmm. when, when Joyce and Hopper met her. Yeah. Um, so, it, it was it's very cool to see all those pieces, you know, connect and finally realize what what had happened. Yeah. Um you know, this 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 unfortunate journey that this woman went on to to get her daughter back. Mm-hmm. Um and she got turned into a potato. Super. But, but I do uh, I do like like the 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 dialogue between like all the characters is really well done. Like it feels like actual like kids. Yeah. Like, and not forty-year-old white dudes in a boardroom. Yeah, like with Michael, with Mike, like being super against Max, 
because, mm. like, girl and, like, new person. And then, like, also still, like, having, like, that, like, one... She, he still wants L to be there. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just... It's really... It's really well done, I feel like. Yeah, one, one thing that, like... Because you never... With, with child actors... Right, it's a it's a hard gamble, mm-hmm. um, because there's not there's not really an in between with child actors. Either they're good, or they're not. Yeah, and thankfully with Stranger Things, these kids are really good. Mm-hmm. Like it, uh, it, I'm, it's very believable, and yeah, like it, it, you would be able to believe that these kids are from the eighties. Uh, and like Lucas's, um, like episode or like that episode with Lucas, like explaining to Max like what's going on, and then like mm-hmm. uh, Max kind of like blowing it off while they're out in the arcade, and Lucas just like uh, it was very believable that like he was afraid, like that's what I yeah. got out of that, and that was you know that was really powerful in that ep- mm-hmm. that episode. Uh, and the real and the real star of the second season, I think, goes to the the actor for Will, because mm-hmm. uh, he's 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 killing it. He was killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we we laughed at it, but the scene where they were where they did the initial burning and Will uh, just freaked out and started having a seizure, yeah. basically, that was that was that was really good. Oh yeah, super. Um, like it was very believable. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just, just with like him getting the the basically the O face oh, and yeah. like uh, his eyes rolling back and him just seizing up on the ground, uh, like is 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 intense, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it, I I wonder like how long it took for them to like just to get it just right to get it to that point. Um, but I I I love it. I love it. And I do like how like he's getting a lot more. Like he's getting a lot of like. Because obviously, like he's important to the plot, but he's getting a lot more screen time than he did in like season one, which is like yeah. understandable. In season one, he's lost. So, in, in the first season, Will was more like a, a plot MacGuffin, like a plot device, because mm-hmm. uh, he he was the thing that we needed to get. He was the end goal. But now he feel. But now he's like a he's you know an actual like character and doing things. Um. And, you know, the D&D comparisons, you know, continue because Will is basic, was basically infected by a mind flare. <laughs> uh, and he's slowly turning into a mind flare. Yeah. Was our cleric, now he's the warlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a broken, uh, broken faith cleric, uh, which, is, which is also cool. Yeah. Uh, could be an anti-paladin. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Because Mike's supposed to be the paladin, isn't he? That's true. Mike sure is a paladin. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's interesting to see. Yeah, for, for sure. I'm super excited to keep watching it. Yeah, we're, we're getting through it. Um, you said we're, what, like seven, eight episodes in? I think so. And we're not even like at the good bits, cause L, cause Eleven is about to get into some into some juicy bits herself, um, on her on her little solo journey. Hmm. Um, and then you know the the 
what was it the the uh, intelligence devourers they're called uh intellect devourers uh, dem- intellect devourers mm-hmm. the demigorgons they're about to they're about to do their thing so we're we're hitting the climax we're getting we're hit we're about to hit there yeah we're on episode seven right now out of how many i just closed it i don't know I i'll look it up though but you know it's we've it's been it's been fun mm-hmm. uh, do you have any uh breakout moments that you can think of um the cuff? you know i i loved the the conspiracy character like i can't remember his name like mm-hmm. off the top of my head but like the the guy that like uh there's nine episodes so we're actually okay. doing pretty well um but you know, like whenever like it's uh, Will's brother and uh, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan, and then uh, Mike's sister, Nancy, yeah. Whenever they go to like try to like throw out like, hey, the government like killed Barb, basically, and yes. or like all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they go over to uh, the guy who was hired to like figure out what happened to Barbara. Yeah. Just like th- that interaction, like he was great. I loved it. I loved the. I also loved the, um, you know, the analogy that he used to like explain why you couldn't just like throw this information out there. With the, yeah, uh, with the it's 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 too much. Yeah. So like with the vodka being too strong, he just waters it down and makes it you know perfect, digestible. Mm-hmm. What I also love about that character is that, like, we saw him, like, all throughout. Yeah, super. He was in the first episode. He was there, he was there in the first episode, and then they mentioned him, uh, during the, during the little, uh, dinner scene with Nancy and Steve, mm-hmm. and then that's how they, couldn't, uh, that's how they go to find him in the end. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's really cool how, like, you know, they set him up, and he didn't just, like, appear out of nowhere. Yeah, the, the consistency in this show is really impeccable. As it should be, because it's a small little... Hick town. Mm-hmm. So like every everybody everybody knows each other. Yeah. Um. So like it should. So like there should be a level of you know like that. Um. And he does come back and do more in the third season. And I think you'll love him way <laughs> more the third season. I probably will. When he has a more when he has a more prominent role. <laughs> I also love like him just like you know. Just telling it how it was with uh, Nancy and them. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ah, uh, the curse of knowledge. So the curse to be able to see truth. Like, see so clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He, like, uh, yeah, he's yucking it up. Um, characters like that who kind of just throw a wrench into, into like, the dynamics is always very fun. Mm-hmm. Um... So like Max showing up and she's and she kind of splits the party a little bit, yeah. Um, with Mike not wanting her at all, um, Lucas and Dustin wanting her, but you know they also want her romantically, and so it's a fight between the two of them, and uh, Lucas is winning. Yeah, because uh, I mean he's showing. Con- hey, you know what, Devin? He's got uh, what's it called? He's got Dart. Yeah, I was about to say, Dustin was also distracted with the fucking Demigorgon. <laughs> but hey, no, Dustin has Steve. Yeah. I don't mean romantically, because I'm not weird. But uh, <laughs> but they have that, they have, you know, they have, they have a friendship. 
Oh, you know, it's um, uh, that's that's one thing that's really cool. Like in there, like in that, like mm-hmm. grouping in the show, is that these characters are like you get to see like the relationship building. I think we've talked we've talked about it before, but that's like something that you know we, uh, you know, like you and I really enjoy in a show mm-hmm. is like just characters being themselves with each other. Yeah, and and just and how interchangeable each like member of the group goes because you know like how mike was with the boys primarily now but now he's with will uh and that group Mm -hmm. and how uh uh, hopper was also you know doing his own thing and now he's he was by himself for most of it and now he's with you know will bob and everyone else yeah and now how like um and now the boys they've basically replaced um mike and will with um steve and max and so it's 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 really cool to see these groups kind of just fluctuate you know and everybody and as you say everybody's interacting with each other Mm -hmm. you know there's no there's no sense of isolation and then like it makes it even more satisfying when everyone kind of takes their pieces of the puzzle and connect it to make a full picture and they're like oh you know what i mean yeah no it's because like we as the audience see them all to we all we, we as the audience know what the full picture looks like and so it just and you know it, it uh there's a balance because sometimes it gets very annoying when the audience knows something but the character doesn't mm-hmm. and so when the character discovers it it's kind of just like a yeah duh type moment yeah. but with this it's very satisfying to see everybody like connect together and then everyone's like all right this is what we got this is what we need to do and I also think it's really interesting, like, because, like you said, like, we're seeing, like, all the different, like, puzzle pieces, but they feel enough, uh, like, isolated that they don't, mm-hmm. like, immediately click until, exactly. uh, like, as you're watching it, and then you're like, oh, 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 and you get that aha moment, mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Um, yeah, because it all, it all ties... It all ties together really nicely, and they do that. They did that uh, extremely well in the first season, mm-hmm. uh, and they did it, and they're doing it really well in the second. We just haven't, we just haven't gotten to the point where all the pieces connect, right? Yet, um, but in the third season, also does it really well too, um, and hopefully they continue to do it in the fourth, mm-hmm. and so forth and so forth as the as the kids get older <laughs> and more ex- and more experience, because all those kids are branching out doing their own thing, which is great. Absolutely yeah, absolutely. Um, um, we also watched, uh, we just recently, like today, watched a movie. Yes, we did. Yeah, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I say it right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It was it's a movie on Netflix. It is the final performance that uh, Chadwick Boseman gives. So if you're a fan of him or his work or, you know, anything like that, uh, do watch it. It is a it is a great little uh, little film. Mm-hmm. It's like only like hour and fifty minutes. It's not like t- it's not terribly long. Yeah, but you know, it's it's really good. I I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it did kind of feel it felt a little campy. It felt a little campy, but uh, I, that's obviously like kind of the point of the show right um and uh you know it was it was really good yeah um it's based off 
the real uh, Mama Rainey. It's the movie is based off of a play, which is based off of the real uh, Ma Rainey's uh, life events. Um, and while uh, Bozeman's character Levy isn't real, mm-hmm. um, the experience that he goes through, that he talks about, that he went through, is very real. Uh, it's very much a reality for people at the time, mm-hmm. for black people at the time, um, and just everyone, uh, everyone on the the thing that they bring to the table to the story, uh, their their experiences is very real, and it's a very big struggle that um, black people even to this day still go through. Very much so. Um, with Levy and the struggles with religion, and how he um, and how he code switches. And how he handles, you know, different scenarios with different people, um, to him handling his music, and how um, basically the label saying that we want your music, we just don't want your name on it, um, and we'll pay you just to take it from you, basically. And it's it's that whole that whole thing. But it was good, and uh, Bozeman's performance was was the standout, of course. Oh, it very was really much. well. Um, especially with the knowledge knowing that uh, now that it was his final performance and a lot of it, and uh, you said it, but a lot of it felt very uh, personal. Yeah, because in in the show or in the movie, he does like, you know, as we said, talk like tackles like, you know, God and like that, like, why is God not helping us or helping them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. And it just like, you know, with that hindsight of, you know, knowing that at during at this time, you know, Chadwick is going through uh, cancer, going is fighting colon cancer. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, there are there are some people who would like look at something like that and, you know, ask God, like, why? Why are you doing this to me? So, like, it's 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 very it's very believable um his performance in that in that scene is very moving mm-hmm. um and i'm 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 happy that you said uh you said uh code switching eli because i was going to make the joke but then like right after like that like interaction happened is like goes into that really dark like uh talk yeah <laughs> so yeah. i was like i don't think this is a good time to say that joke because <laughs> I was just going to sing code switching. <laughs> I got oh everyone on my dial. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if but... you don't know what I'm talking about, it's uh, from the season four Bla- um, Big Mouth. Uh, we talked about it last, yeah. well, last time. But we do have a lot of new uh, listeners. so And they can do their homework. Okay. All right. Fine. That's homework mm-hmm. for all you League of Legends listeners. <laughs> you gotta go back. You gotta do your part. You you got to play with Adam in his little and with your little toys and your skins and and your and your queuing and your eing and all that good stuff. And now you gotta do your homework. <laughs> and while you're at it, go spread it. Yeah. Go go do keep going. Reciprocate. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you guys. I think very, very lowly of the game that you're playing, but I believe in in the players. I think I got them. Yeah, I think they believe me. Maybe, hopefully, don't scare them away, Just Eli. 
Be better than the game you play, please, God. It's not that hard. <laughs> oh man, but uh, the the movie's really good. Um, uh, a thing I really enjoyed about like um, the movie is like you know, like I said, it was campy. Like they were all in like the studio room, but like all the characters are interacting with each other and like it, it feels very real you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's like it's yeah, that yeah. same like concept that we're talking about the uh, idea of like you know characters being themselves and just having actual dialogue mm-hmm. but like each character also had like you know their moment with the exception of one um where they like you know had a bit of a monologue where everybody was quiet and just let them talk mm-hmm I think that was really, you know, really well done. That, like, kind of gave more insight to each character. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and without going too too deep into it, yeah. but, like, each each one who said their piece is, uh, is just a different piece of, like, the black experience. Of, uh, you know, don't, uh, you can be a fool, just don't be the same fool twice. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the idea of, like, um... The relationship with with uh with god and religion and the idea of um being able to you know handle the, with your experiences with with the white man um being able to just know what to do what to say and how to say it mm-hmm. you know how to how to present yourself and be able to do such things and i think one one funny one interesting moment even afterwards when they were talking about the checks and like uh, you know, I don't I don't like cashing checks because no one will cash it. Um, Levy kind of makes an offhanded comment like I don't, I don't have a problem with checks. I don't know. I can cash my check anywhere, <laughs> and that's because you know he knows how to present himself uh, in front of in front of white people. Yeah. Uh, so he never has that problem. There is the, you know the, there is a lot of like just like those little like moments because like I'll be honest I didn't catch that. Um, mm-hmm. but like, there's also like, you know, the, the door was really important for some reason, which I think like it was, is symbolic in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because like the whole, like he's pushing on that door, trying to push it down. He finally gets it and it's just a dead end. Um, with only one way to go. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's, like, it's obviously, like, kind of, like, I think that's symbolically, like, le- uh, his character. Yes. So, I think that was uh, really interesting. Throughout the movie, he, ta- he's, he, he doesn't, he doesn't care for, uh, for Ma Rainey, and he doesn't, he, he's not very, he doesn't really care about, like, he's willing to take a lot of the shit, because he knows that, like, around the corner is his end goal of being able to record his music and finally get famous. And then when the moment finally shows up, they not only uh, say no to it, but they want to just take it from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, it's it's that idea of, like, I, I, I worked really hard and I did my piece. I did my part, you know. And then for what? Yeah, it's... For- Oof. And then at the end, uh, they're they're playing his song that he made with an all white band, and you know, and hearing Ma Rainey and you know that band perform, 
and hearing you know the all white band perform you could there 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 is a difference yeah because there, there is a distinct difference oh yeah for sure because with uh ma Rainey's group like you know everybody's like getting into it like you know uh ma Rainey is is dancing like it, they're all, yeah, yeah they're all kind of just vibing yeah to it. they're all they're all getting into it with uh the all white um you know group there's a fucking conductor <laughs> for jazz for jazz for jazz <laughs> like, like cause like what jazz is supposed to be you know it almost is got a lot of improv and stuff like that and putting a swing in it and you want to go be almost right, entirely free form yeah like my favorite like i was telling eli like my favorite part from uh just listening to him because they're you know the bands rehearsing and i just loved it a one a two a you know what to do i loved that that was my favorite part like like that moment yeah so and then it's like cuts to you know conductors stuffy area stuffy atmosphere with like 10 people more than that man yeah with like ma rainey it was literally like what five people total that were participating yeah and then in the and then the all white band, it was like a full a like fucking concert symphony, yeah, <laughs> for a, for a jazz song. Yeah, and it's 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 so it's it, yeah, and even then it sounded like what like five people in the room for that whole ten. Yeah, sounded it didn't sound like anything, really. Yeah, so it, it's it's very it's very interesting, mm-hmm. um, and it's a uh, and while Levy in that part of that story i think it is is it's not real the experience is very much real um even to this day mm-hmm. so go ahead and uh and uh watch it it's good it's it's and, really uh, good and you know pay respects big big uh big old respects to chadwick boseman mm-hmm. um and his performance he did very well and we'll see what we'll see what happens uh afterwards because didn't you say he was there's talks of him being nominated for a, uh, a post-mortem. Yeah, there's there's uh, some uh, some talk. Like obviously, like it's more just speculation at the moment, right? But like he did really well in that. Um, what's it called? In the movie. Yeah, in the movie. So it for for it being like you know his last performance which is unfortunate mm-hmm. that it is his last performance cuz i love chadwick boseman um you know i'm not i'm not sad in the sense of this like performance being his last like it's a it's a a good send off if that makes sense absolutely yes but, but yeah i don't i don't know if we talked about it um already but on disney plus um they changed the marvel uh intro because you know how they do like the little slideshow Mm -hmm. of all the marvel movies before each one yeah um for black panther they changed it to be like a montage of chadwick boseman oh really yeah that's so cool uh netflix is gonna have to like do the same eventually hopefully but uh yeah it's it was a very nice little thing um that's awesome yeah so um you got anything else from this week uh i for me no i did not what have you done adam Uh, um well besides the shows that we've been watching um i finally got my sleeping schedule you know sort of fixed 
Okay. Instead of me waking up at you know 10 p.m. or uh, 11 p.m., I now wake up at four. Uh, so you're no longer a fucking zombie. Yeah. There we go. Or vampire, whatever have you. That, that too. Yeah. So I'm now I'm now part of the part of the part of the world. Hello, world. The waking world. Yeah. My my cousin doesn't like it as much because uh, we don't watch as many shows. Uh, <laughs> so I can't please everybody. Uh, so that's why I wake up at four, and then we watch like a couple episodes mm. of uh, Community in the morning. Uh, we are now on season four of uh, Community. Okay. Um, we're at, like we're like six episodes in, and you know, watching it again, I can see why people don't like this season as much. Because, um, you know, like, as you know, like, this is the season that, like, uh, a lot of the back background stuff kind of happened with uh, yeah. uh, Chevy Chase and everybody. And then, mm-hmm. like, Dan Harmon being, like, wasn't he fired this season? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, two, like, uh, there's two new people that, like, are doing the... Um, uh the writing like you can mm. feel it you can feel there's a significant just dip mm-hmm. in, in quality because it's from that season on where like just there's like even cast changes like people start leaving mm-hmm. and for their own reasons what uh for whatever reasons it, it, it's yeah there's a significant just dip in overall quality yeah so i'm like i mean i'm gonna finish it's even it. It's even to the point where, like, the characters themselves pointed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, it's, it's... And, like, some of the new characters later on that do come in are, like, do well. Because um, I did like... I forgot his name, but... Um, I did like... Uh, the scientist guy? The, the dude from Breaking Bad. Okay. I, I did like him because oh, yeah, no. I liked his relationship with the other characters, and uh, we talked. I think we talked about it, like off without recording, but I think we talked about like his his relationship with Abed was was very interesting. Yeah, because for the first time, like we're seeing someone like tell Abed no, which yeah. is you know because you know throughout the show, like we're usually like watching everybody kind of work with Abed through things. Like, and kind of, like, indulging in his fantasy. There's, like, an entire episode where the whole show's in claymation. Uh, and we're trying to, like, help him, you know, break that. Um, yeah. So, watching him kind of say no is really interesting. And just, like, and seeing their their relationship grow in that regard. Yeah, especially with, like, um, him doing comics and him trying to, you know get a comic strip off the ground and Abed knowing pop culture stuff and, you know, uh, and him knowing like fiction tropes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just seeing, you know, them compa- uh, compare and contrast. It, it was just, it was cool. It was very cool to see. And then he just leaves. Yeah. Um, I don't think they like give like an in show explanation. He just kind of just stops showing up. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think there is an in game or not in game in show. Yeah, 
And then uh, Keith David's character, um, the guy who lived in the RV. Yeah, the scientist. I, I Yeah, I liked him. He was great. He was great. Um, he did feel kind of like a plus one in some moments, but I think he did, he, uh, he did add enough to the dynamic, you know, to just kind of shake things up or, you know, just to feel like an actual unique part of the group Mm -hmm. and not just like a, you know, a reskin of someone else. Yeah. Cause like he did kind of like fill that role of being like the old guy. But, like, yeah. he wasn't, like, Pierce. So, right. that, w- that was the cool part. Uh, what was it? Frankie or something like that? Fr- yeah, Frankie. Yeah. Looking back at it, I didn't like her. Like, that much. Like, because I get, like, her whole thing was, like, supposed to be kind of, like, like, just boring and, like, stable. She was, she was supposed to be, like a straight man uh-huh. but jeff is the ultimate straight man yeah so like that that's his role is that he's the he's the straight man yes he's the one that shuts everyone down when there's something that he doesn't want to do and then frankie is kind of like jeff light in that regard yeah so it, uh-huh. her character just kind of felt out of place a little bit. Because then don't they try to, like, kind of make her a character? They do. But uh, it just feels forced, almost. A little bit. Because I, I, cause I, I don't remember as much. Um, but I did like... I think I did like her... Um, her relationship with um, Britta... Yeah. Because I think they had a couple good moments. Yeah. Off the top of my head, because it's been a little while. It has been a little while since we watched it. Yeah. Uh, like, but, I, I haven't uh, gotten to it with uh, um, with my cousin yet, so... Mm-hmm. I'll definitely, like, probably bring it up in a later episode. Um, but, you know, I can't remember, like, any, like, you know, off-the-cuff, like, I, like moments that i really like like with um with the scientists like i loved uh what's it called the uh virtual reality shit that was fun mm-hmm. but yeah absolutely you know. but you know it's been fun um something that was interesting that i looked up um so season four is the the lowest rating like of all the seasons yeah which you know like first watching it i didn't really get because like you know i i liked season four and like in a Mm -hmm. vacuum uh like you know the i like what's it called season four is good like in a vacuum but Mm -hmm. whenever you compare it to seasons one through three you know it, it doesn't it doesn't have that you know community like you know feel i guess or as much of it there was a lot more like duds than there were like you know really good episodes. I feel. Okay. Um, like for instance, I hate Changnesia. Looking at it, that's yeah, such a dumb thing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't too much care for uh for that either. 
Cause and like uh, in hindsight, because it, as it didn't really, it didn't really add anything that mm-hmm. like Chang normally doesn't already add. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like I guess yeah they kind of like you know like what do you do like how do you bring back Chang in that uh, what's it called like aspect after the after season three. You know, he kind of like went crazy and took over the school and all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, one, it feels like a cop out, which is, you know, I mean, eh, okay. But I just, a lot of, like, I feel like they didn't really know what to do with him. If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, they're like, there's definitely like some highlights. Um, in the like, what's it called? Uh, I'm blanking on highlights right now. But you know, it it was interesting because I looked at it and I was like, oh, a lot of people liked like season mm-hmm. five and season six. But in my opinion, like I felt like those, like at least season six for sure, was like the weakest for me. So, I I'll definitely I'll definitely like revise it, watching it a second time. Maybe it's different because I think Dan Harmon comes back in like season five, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. then they bring they, him back. Yeah, they realize, and then he fin- and then he finishes the show off. Yeah. Because then they realized, oh wait, he's actually super important to uh, this whole boat <laughs> from sinking. Yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, a game I used to play called League. Le- oh no, I'm sorry. Legend of Keepers. Uh, came out with a new update either this week or last week. Uh, and I've been playing that. Say it's a mm-hmm. pretty fun game. Um, it's a uh, you know like a dungeon management uh, game. Uh, do you remember like Boss Monster? Did you ever play that that uh, board game that we had in high school, like Boss Monster Two or something like that? No, oh. no. Uh, I remember. I remember. I remember whenever I did want to play, I kind of came in at like the end, mm. or I, my timing was bad with that game. No, I never did get. That. Okay, well, the the idea of like boss monster two is that you're like the monster of this dungeon, um, and mm. like you're the boss monster, and you have you know little henchmen monsters and traps and stuff like that and spells. Yeah, it's basically this game. Mm-hmm. Um. Where, uh, you know, you have been, um, you're, you're working for this dungeon company and, Mm -hmm. uh, you've been put into middle management where you are, uh, in charge of a dungeon. Right. And, uh, you need to, you know, kill the heroes that come. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just, it's fun just playing it, um, uh, and then like, cause later on in the, in the game or in like a run, cause it's a roguelike game mm-hmm. and, uh, they'll get a point where it's like, yeah, uh, due to, you know, competition, we need to, and to be able to bring in more seasoned adventurers, we need to like put in like rest sites into our, uh, dungeon so that we can bring in harder, uh, more veteran heroes so then it's like, oh, now they have, like, a campfire, which, like, restores all their health. And just little fun, like, things about that. Um, but it's, oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's definitely been fun. They, like, 
changed a whole bunch of the UI and stuff like and all that. So mm-hmm. it feels like a brand new game. Um, and then you know I've been uh, these past few days I've been playing a lot of league uh, advertising, uh, and that's that's been fun in in of itself. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because uh, it like with league it's got like that moment like you know nobody really like you know cares if you win or if they win they just don't want to lose mm. that's kind of like the the men- mentality that's why like there's a lot of like toxicity uh because you know especially like if you're losing then and the game's unforgiving like if you get far if you get behind they can ease like if the other person's stronger than you you can't really do anything about it you know what i mean unless they screw up right yeah um but whenever like i'm at like these past few times like i just put it i like put in the link i'm like hey does anybody like podcast like wait for them to like respond before i just throw everything else in there and if mm-hmm. I get a yes or a no, it doesn't matter. I know that they're there. So then I just <laughs> keep going with it. Like if I get a no, sad. Well, if you did, check out this podcast. Just throw the link in there. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. That is how you do it. It's, it's so funny because it makes the games like I'm okay if I lose. Because that means I get to get into another game and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's like I it's definitely toned down my toxicity in the game. Like I still get annoyed. Uh, I also turned off chat, so like in game chat, so I don't like I don't talk to them. <laughs> I don't talk to people in game because there there's go. just I'm just here for business. Yeah, that's not pleasure. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh my god! But there's there's been funny moments with it too. Because, you know, I mean, it's the internet. People are going to kind of meme you. Um, and so, like, there was one time I was like, hey, does anybody like podcasts? So did my spiel. Some guy, some guy was like, hey, does anybody like lo-fi beats? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like lo-fi beats. Puts his link for lo-fi beats. It was pretty good, by the way. And then another guy was like, hey, has anybody got, like, oh, weed? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who was the guy? We got we got we got returned in kind. Who was the guy? Oh, I I've lost the the link now. You failed. Hey, hold on. Well, hold on. I have All right, one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Hold on. Eli say something. Draw their attention. I'm saying something. What? Draw their attention oh. so that they don't they don't um, notice that I'm looking up stuff. So, as a distraction, uh I am distracting you. Um so uh Cyberpunk, we're going to get into it later. Uh, but Cyberpunk, my opinion is still basically the same. I'm having fun. Uh, it sucks what's happening. I hope the devs are okay. Uh, I hope they're doing. F- I, you know, like I don't. All right, wish Eli, I, I, fa- will I found anybody. it. Okay, never mind. Shut up. I take it all okay. back. Uh, Terracotta Beats is the guy, or is the one, that, or the the guy. Uh, Terra yeah. Terracotta Beats. Terracotta Beats. And where did you listen to it? On YouTube. He's got a, a Keshi X Frank Ocean type beat named Home. Cool, cool, cool. So Terracotta Beats. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah. If you're listening. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, yeah. But um Cool, cool, cool. You know, I there was that happened and then like right after uh As you send me the link. Huh? 
as you send me the link. Yeah, because you're going to listen to it. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll I'm, listen to it right now. Well, not right now. We're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Keep anyway, going. but like then, like right after, like that, like it's like, hey, anybody got like uh, uh, lo-fi beats? Sends that. It's like, hey, is anybody like weed? This <laughs> 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 is like I got, I got it on the download. You need some? Like, hey, that's, that's oh pretty good. God. I love capitalism. I love this. It's not really on the download anymore. <laughs> Man, uh, it's been fun. Um, you know, uh, I actually like because I'm I'm super used to like you know someone puts in a link and like everyone kind of just shits on them. Yeah, uh, that's actually only happened to me like a couple of times. You know, I've done quite a few games. Most people are actually like, oh, I like podcasts. So cool, cool. Yeah, you know, it's been definitely fun. Um, but yeah, no, that's been really my week. Not much. Oh hey, well, hey Eli. Yeah. What time is it? Ah, uh, uh, it's uh, it's that time. Uh, wasn't that a great ad? Oh my God, yes. Uh, I really hope ads are. Playing. I hope so too. Uh, <laughs> but hey, we can't stop now. Cause what if they do, uh, do <laughs> start playing? <laughs> Yeah, this is why this is why we're gonna need some actual sponsorships, so we don't just go into silence for like nothing. Uh, <laughs> hey, so if if uh, if you're on Spotify and you're getting an ad in the middle, because uh, Adam doesn't know, because he doesn't uh, he, he has Spotify pre- premium, I don't know, because I don't use Spotify. Uh, and what does it mean to listen to your own content? Thanks, Eli. Um. So, hey, if you're on Spotify and you're getting an ad, uh, thank you. And if you're not getting an ad, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess we'll go into the news now. Yeah. Um, so, Adam. What's up, Eli? I'm going to need you to pick one. Okay. Uh, do you want to do Nintendo or Cyberpunk first? Uh, you know what? Everyone wants to know what's going on with Cyberpunk. Whew, what isn't happening with Cyberpunk, <laughs> am I right? Yes. So, Cy- CD Projekt Red. Holy shit. Um, remember how I said that... Um, remember how I said before the game came out that CD Projekt Red would probably... Would that Cyberpunk would probably end up basically in the similar situation that um, No Man's Sky went in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of happening. Um, so... Cyberpunk, whether you love it or you or you hate it, you can't you can't get away from the current state of the game that it is a buggy mess. Um, even if you play it on the best high end, you know, brand new greatest PC build that you've ever gotten, it still has its problems. Um, and if you play it on console, even if you have a PS5 or a PS4 like me, because I'm a fucking chump, heaven forbid. <laughs> Uh, it is it is still a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and so the story goes that CD Projekt Red went out and said, "Hey guys, we will offer we will, we know that the game is is a bit of a mess and we're sorry, um, but we're also going to offer refunds. So if you want refunds, um, go ahead and ask for it. Put your refund in, and we'll we'll get that squared away. Squared away. Well." So, say you're a chump, 
like say say you're a chump like me, right? And you bought it off the uh, bought it on your uh, bought it digitally for your PS4, right? Mm-hmm. PS5s are selling like hotcakes because the because the bots are buying them, um, and so you can't get your own PS5, but you got a PS4 that you've had for a little bit. So you decide to buy uh, Cyberpunk on your PS4. Mm-hmm. So you buy it, you're not satisfied with it, and you want a refund. So you go and you demand your refund from Sony. Well, CD Projekt Red, I don't think they talked to Sony as the middleman to get their refunds. Because Sony went up and was like, uh, what? Fucking loser? What the fuck? No, you can't get your fucking refund. <laughs> get that shit out of here. Uh, and so people went out and were like, CD Projekt Red... You lied to me. I can't get my refund. How could you do this to me? How could you? How how could you do this to me? Who killed Cyberpunk? Um. So there was a bit of a discord between that discourse, rather. There was some between that, um, and it got to the point where Sony delisted and took down Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven from their store. Jesus. You can no longer buy it digitally from uh, from Sony until further notice. Uh, however, Sony will be offering refunds, and if you can't get your refund from Sony, you can go to uh, CD Projekt Red directly and get it squared away with them. So at least that is a plus. At least they're taking care and like owning up to that. You know, what's it called? Like the refunds. Like that's really yes. important. Yes. Uh, that's crazy though there ha- there is a bunch of gaming discourse um, right now surrounding CD Projekt Red uh, and their game and uh, it is it is an interesting bit of discourse because we've seen this happen several times before mm-hmm. um, and as everyone's comparing it to we've seen it happen with No Man's Sky when the game when No Man's Sky launched it was it, it wasn't expectations it did not live up to any of the expectations not at all uh yes granted the expectations were set to an impossibly high standard but you know expectations and standards nonetheless it was the same thing with cyberpunk yeah cyberpunk was hyped up to be the game this was going to be the one and while to some and in some regards it is like it is it's a good game uh, it's not, it's not a, t- like, it is a, it may be held together like a Jenga tower, but, you know, the game itself, like, the content, the story, and what have you, isn't bad. Like, I'm having fun playing it. I'm enjoying what I'm playing. Which is It's very just important. that, yeah. And it is very important to make that distinction. It's just. I know some people have a hard time, uh, um separating between those two yeah because you know that they all combine into one experience yeah and i know for some i have been reading a little bit that there was a uh, a game breaking bug for the ending for well for an ending that you pick i don't know what ending i don't know what causes it or anything like that because spoilers and what have you but they did patch it out recently they did fix it um and there even was a bug with uh with your save file size if it got to a certain point i think if it got to like what nine megabytes your save file it would it would crash and it would be unplayable um so yeah it it is it is getting it it 
there are some clear problems and i do understand that if you ran into the bug that does kind of sour your experience um because that that does matter yeah no for but sure we, we we've seen this happen um with with games before uh, it's, uh with uh jesus i'm can't talk but with uh no man's sky mm-hmm. we've seen it with fallout 76 more recently it's fallout 76 launched and it was fucking abysmal i i, I don't I, know if it's still bad i think it is i i i mean um, i haven't heard like that much from it but i mean i know that they're getting expansions still like i think they just got an expansion recently like a week or so ago hmm. um but you know, but it doesn't matter. Like the the damage is done. Yeah, no, for sure. Same thing with No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has been ex- has expanded, and they made a full like one eighty in terms of quality on the game. It's like a whole different game now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, though, the damage is kind of done. Yeah, there's still that 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 taste in your mouth from uh, yeah. release. And. I think the same thing will happen to Cyberpunk. I th- like, yeah, they'll put their nose to the ground and they they can potentially make a full 180 and make the game better than what anyone thought it would be even before the game came out. Yeah. But nothing will change the 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 sour aftertaste that came out when it first when when it first launched. Right. So, it, it's unfortunate. And like I, I wish the devs well because you know they're the ones that are suffering the most out of this, um, and have and God help the fucking PR people, <laughs> uh, the guy manning the social media account. Like God help him, because <laughs> he's just, he, there is nothing he could do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's even funnier seeing like Best Buy um, on Twitter. Um, Best Buy make those promoted ads where they're like, "Hey guys, are you enjoying Cyberpunk?" <laughs> uh, and it's and like you're just met with just a wave of just acid and venom and the swamp being thrown at you because everyone's just posting shit posts <laughs> and clips of their glitches and bugs and stuff happening of your character t posing naked on top of this car as you're driving. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, man. It's just, it's amazing it's, that, like, you know, all this happened in 2020. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I just, I, I find, like, you know, a little bit of humor in that. Because a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, the cyberpunk is going to make 2020 okay. No. And it got some memes. There are some good memes. What's even funnier, what's even funnier are those old memes from like three, four years ago um, that was, that were talking about how cyberpunk was, um, was, you know, going to be the game or it was like, Hey, Hey, uh, EA, Activision, Bioware and all that step aside, CD Projekt Red's about to take your spot. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, they sure did. (laughs) Um, CD Projekt Red could never fail me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and while uh, while um, Sony has delisted, um, has delisted the the game 
from uh, from their store. Mm-hmm. Microsoft doesn't. There is not planned to remove it from theirs. Um, and there's that. You know, it's interesting because um, you know I did a little bit of uh, you know digging because I think mm-hmm. what was it uh, last episode? Uh, you said that like the PS5 version was out. Um, mm-hmm. The PS5 version is supposed to come out, you know, next year sometime. Uh, how mm-hmm. people are playing it on the PS5 is through the PS4 backward compatibility. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so that's why, like, it's kind of like you know strange because like the PS4 version is playing better on the PS5 than it does like on the PS4. On the PS4 base. Yeah, so that's why there's a lot of controversy with it. Yeah, because, like, because the question comes up, because they're saying, because, like, they were were talking about how, like, they just weren't ready and all that good stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, though. When, when last-gen, the game was announced when last-gen consoles were current-gen consoles. Mm -hmm. How the fuck does it not run properly on current gen consoles? On last gen consoles, rather. Yeah. It's. Like, how. how, Like, granted, I understand that they announced the game at at the time when they were still wrapping up stuff on The Witcher. So, like, I know, like, when the teaser trailer came out, that wasn't when they were, like, working on it, you know, like, heavy in development. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, there's still, like, a five, six year, you know, gap. Where, you know, you were working on the PS4 and, you know, uh, Xbox One version. So, like, what, what was, what's going, what, like, what happened? Yeah. You know, and it's like, what, what, what's management doing? Like, what, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, it's. It, it should be the other way around that, like, the PS4 version, while it may not look as good, it runs smoothly. And the next gen consoles are, are like, you know, are, are running a little awkwardly but i I don't get it yeah it's definitely you know it's very strange um so but i i think that i did a good idea a good thing and a good idea by not playing cyberpunk um so that whenever the ps5 version comes out and i i have a ps5 and i'm happy you know uh hopefully there won't be all this mess and i'll be able to enjoy it for like how they how cd project red actually wanted the game to be played you know what i mean without like all the unnecessary bugs and and people did bring up that this is also this isn't like the first time cd project red has done something like this um because apparently this is something that's gone on with all with all the witcher games oh really Yes, um, the, the first Witcher came out, and it was and it played like horseshit. But then they did like a definitive edition and improved all of that. Mm. Same thing with with Witcher two and three. Apparently, they released and there was like some major issues that went on um, gameplay or something wise. And then later on, they eventually fixed it and then you know made it to be the games that they are now. Mm. So apparently Cyberpunk is really just following a pattern. Okay. Um, it's just Cyberpunk was hyped up to be really huge versus The Witcher, which I, I don't I I wasn't very conscious at the time, so I don't know if The Witcher had the same amount of like hype built up around it. Yeah. 
Um, but I know I know it wasn't nearly as big as what Cyberpunk was supposed oh, to be. Oh, for sure not. Cyberpunk is on the world's theater right now, and it's flopping on the ground. And yeah. we're all kind of just questioning why we have seats. <laughs> why we paid for this ticket. Yeah, so Cyberpunk, uh, also the uh, issues with launch has caught, uh, apparently, reportedly cost the founders uh, one billion dollars in wealth. God. Uh, all, it's when all, and, and, and another thing with, with CD Projekt Red, um, and the reason why this game in particular is so damning for them is, you know, this isn't like Nintendo or Sony or Microsoft where they have like multiple different games going on, mm-hmm. you know, so if one flops, they'll just replace it with another yeah. one. This is their one game. Right. This is this is their this was their focus game. They might have another one like like very early pre-production that they're still kind of, you know, finalizing some stuff Mm -hmm. on. But this is this is their main. This is their main on. This is supposed to be their moneymaker. And if it flops, that's a major hit for the company. Mm -hmm. And so far it's it's flopping. Um, We don't know any details yet in terms of how the game has sold. Uh, we don't know yet. I do know that those pre-order, those pre-order numbers are probably pretty high. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. But if everybody's going to be like putting in a refund, that is also true. It, it's going to definitely hurt that. So we don't know. Uh, we don't know how much the game has sold. Uh, we don't know how many units it's pushed yet. It's still too early to tell, and no, and. I don't think anybody wants to put out those numbers yet <laughs> until they start settling down a little bit. Yeah. So we don't know yet, but uh, there's that. Um. Uh, we I guess they they there was also a thing with um, what was it? I think it's a game called Devotion or something like that that uh, uh, CD CDPR decided not to put on their store. Hmm. Um, and that got a little bit of buzz. I don't know enough about it yeah, I don't know to really about that say. Thing. Yeah. Said devotion? Uh, or something like that. I think so. Because I think it, it was supposed, they announced it was supposed to come on their store, which was like GOG, and then it didn't. And then that got, that got some, uh, that got some flack. But I don't know. I didn't read too deeply into the situation to uh, to know because I figured it didn't it didn't pertain too much to me. Yeah, yeah, it's just but, more um, just you know things that are happening. Yeah, so I did, I feel bad for the devs because they're the ones that are suffering the most, you know. And this this and the conversation of the differences between crunch and not crunch and all that good stuff, you know, uh, it's it's still ongoing. You know, because this is what happens. Because the team was crunched, mm-hmm. like, super hard. Like, extremely hard. Especially in those last 21 days. Yeah. Uh, and the game still came out. And I made the analogy before, but the game is being held up like a fucking Jenga tower. Um, and, you know, and this was a result, a result of crunching. You know, Last of Us 2, result of crunching. Um, and we didn't go into it before, but I think, I don't remember if we did or not, uh, last week, but we, uh, there was the, one of the guys who worked on fucking, uh, uh, Duke Nukem forever. 
he was a director for the game and he talked about how like uh you know people who say that they don't want crunching don't know what the hell they're talking about because crunching is the only way to make good games and stuff like whatever whatever some boomer take some stupid boomer take um, and he was the not guy knowing duke nukem yeah Thank- and duke nukem it was already a slew of you know disaster that game was of, ass. Of, of, <laughs> And it's all out of gum. Um, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, the game was shit. Oh man. And he had, he has the audacity. Uh, but then you know and uh, you know and if anyone tells you that like crunching is a necessary uh, part of game development, point them to Hades. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have to mention another game. Hades, a t- a literal ten out of ten video game. With zero crunching. Yeah. Uh, with fantastic visuals, fantastic uh, designs, fantastic voice acting, music, gameplay, all of that. No crunching. Mm-hmm. This is a really well done game. We've talked about it so much on this podcast, but it's, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, no mandatory crunching. And so, like, it's not necessary. You don't need to squeeze 80 hours out of people to make a good product Mm -hmm. is ridiculous and that and that people perpetuate and try to defend the logic is even more insane that i just don't understand and you know you have people who brag about it where it's like well i i'm where i am now and i worked you know a hundred hours a week and it's like that's great and i commend you for it but you shouldn't have had to do that to begin yeah there's a difference between like you know, a workaholic, you know, that's what you want to do is work. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, forcing, you know, a whole team of people who, you know, have lives and stuff like that, have families and, you know, forcing them to do the same thing that you're doing. You know, like it's, it's completely fine. If that's what you want to do. Exactly. But it shouldn't be a necessary mandatory practice mm-hmm. you know where it's like, all right God. and then like and then you have some companies who make the statement um saying you know like oh we're not we're not forcing people you know we're not holding they're not we're not holding a gun to people's heads you know and then people will also say the same thing or it's like yes but this is an industry in the entertainment game industry and all that it's an industry where you get a lot you get by a lot on hearsay mm-hmm. you know and so if Everyone else is pushing, you know, 60 hours, 80 hours in a week, and you're not, you know, what are the chances that you're going to be brought on for something yeah. else? Or, like, it's also, like, there's the people you know, and, like, if it's on hearsay and they don't really, like, like your work ethic in that sense, like, they, they exactly. deem your work ethic as, you know, subpar when you're just doing, like, you know, the healthy amount of working exactly it's just bad so it's like no you're not holding a literal gun to my head but i do feel a metaphorical barrel in the back of my uh in my back yeah. you know my spine so like it, it, it's it's amazing and i the, the 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 hurdles that the mental gymnastics that people go through to try to justify these practices is is astonishing oh yeah it's crazy now off to something less uh 
less existentially um, dreadful. Nintendo. Ooh, Nintendo. Nintendo managed to skirt the heat of controversy yet again. As they normally so, do. I know you probably didn't watch it, but they did their uh, they did their Sephiroth showcase, mm-hmm. um, showing off Sephiroth and his stuff, and uh, and Sephiroth is really looks like to be a fucking blast to play. Okay. Uh, however, he looks like a fucking menace to play against. That's how DLC characters are. Sephiroth's whole game, and it's it's kind of like a recurring theme with with these with this second batch of DLC characters. But Sephiroth's whole game is kind of a game of keep away. Um, despite him being a close uh, being a sword fighter, he the, his kind of he's kind of a mid range um, fighter, and his sword is fucking disgusting. It makes me want to vomit. Yeah, yeah that's that's um, because of. The manipulation and the reach that you can have with it. You did send me like that clip of that guy who's like he's playing Rob, and he's flying under the uh, uh, the platform, the Animal Crossing stage. <laughs> fucking Sephiroth just short hop down airs and just hits him yeah. through the platform. That's not okay. Yeah, it, it's bad. And it, when Se- and Sakurai Sakurai's been getting real cheeky lately cuz whenever cuz you know, he'll he'll have that kind of freeform moment where he's like putting the character in action. Mm-hmm. And he was he was doing some combos and he was teaching people like to manipulate the sword through the stage and all that good stuff. And I'm like Sephiroth, uh Sakurai, please. <laughs> like don't do that. And he also made a funny little uh joke um which i found which was very cute um when he talked about how like he described one of his moves i think it was his back air and he was like yeah you know this move this thing is like about 15 frames lo- uh long and he's like oh wait can't say that uh, i'm supposed to be the guy who makes uh party games not fighting games <laughs> that's cool uh so he knows he's watching uh-huh. um so that happened. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, you know they talked about like the Sephiroth since Sephiroth is a final boss, um, and you know he's kind of very special in that regard of being a final boss. They had like this new mode that you can play to unlock Sephiroth. You have to you have to fight him. You have to beat him. Oh. Um, in this in this mode that they have temporarily. Okay. And uh, you know people were posting their times, their clear times, and it was it was cool to see. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's, it's Advent Children, Sephiroth, um, oh, and also they updated, uh, Cloud. If you pick a specific, uh, skin, his Player 2 skin, um, his, his, his final smash changes to the, um, Advent Children Omni Slash. Oh, dope. Yes. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so the attention, so as always, the attention to detail that they, that they give, with these characters is very is mwah, chef's kiss mwah, very good um and they and the stage that they added was really good because it's kind of like uh it, it's like a it's like you're watching a movie essentially because it's the ff7 crew going down to the final zone and you know sephiroth happening and the, you know they're flying away it's a cool little it's cool little visual it's dope 
um, and they're adding more tracks. There are 11 Final Fantasy tracks now instead of the, what, the two? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, they added nine more um, with One Winged Angel being one, the Advent Children version. Unfortunately, I don't think we have a Smash Brothers remix. I'm so sad because, oh my god, just imagine. Like, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they're doing that. Awesome, awesome. Um, also, Ooh. earlier, uh, like I think yesterday, Nintendo did another direct, not showing off a game, not showing off of uh the, the Switch Pro, not showing off any of that, but they showed off the Nintendo Land theme park. Hmm. Yes. Oh. For those of you who don't remember, if uh, in particularly Adam, That's me. Nintendo made a deal with Universal. That they were going to be making a Nintendo theme park. Nintendo Land theme park. That's cool. Yes. And yesterday we finally got to see like up close uh, a tour of what the theme park was going to look like and what it was going to have. And we followed Miyamoto uh, on his little journey to see his to to see him go through it. And it was it was very cute. Hmm. Um, It was very it was very wholesome. Where is the uh, uh, Nintendo Land? Uh, I think they showed off the Japan part. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, it was going to be in Universal Studios Japan. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And I think that's... I think that's... Uh, I don't remember... If there's going to be, like, an uh, American one? If there's going to be an American one? I think there will be, but I know the Japanese version is going to be first. Of course. Mm-hmm. Do they have, like, a like opening date? Early next year. Okay think like february it's gonna be interesting you know if oh yes okay unique versions will be coming to orlando and hollywood in the future okay but we but we don't have hard dates for those yeah it's probably even harder for at the moment yeah but it was it was cute seeing miyamoto run around the little park like a he's like a 60 70 year old man running through the park like a little kid you know it's very it's like excitement seeing and and, you know it's i i imagine it's like a dream come true for him yeah because you know that that's he's mario's dad as he said in the uh in the presentation so seeing his 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 creations you know being made like this 30 years later it must be a sight to behold yeah for sure so it's always like you know and being like a, a content creator and like seeing like something mm-hmm. that you've made just in a different light, like or growing even more to something that is more than what it was before, I think is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And this will and I know video games are also timeless, but this is something that'll like stick with people, mm-hmm. right? You know, this is something that's like for, and Nintendo has always been the company that tries to make their games for everybody, but this is for everyone. Yeah. All right. This, this will be for your dad, your parents, you know, your boomer parents, Uh, you know, they can go, they can go sit down with Bowser. Yeah. Uh, you know, hang out with Mario and they'll be like, what, what's a Mario? You know, they can do all that stuff. It'll it'll be fun. This is something that's, that's, that's going to be great. You know. I can't wait for the the, uh, the memes of like, because you know like from from Disney like the characters that are in like the 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 costumes, 
And then yeah. there's usually just some meme picture uh, that's just like taken out of context. I can't yeah. wait for those. <laughs> like just Yoshi oh. looking at uh like Yoshi being with uh Luigi and Mario just in the background looking like defeat looking <laughs> defeated and betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> oh it'll be great as Um and of course the Twitch chat was also filled with like hashtag free melee and stuff like oh, that yeah. because yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and in all honesty, I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised that they uh, that they even kept Twitch chat open and stuff like that, because you know, of course. Um, but Nintendo, uh, as for the majority, has managed to completely skirt past. Um, they managed to completely skirt past uh, the light of controversy yet again. Something that we see a lot with these. Um... You know these companies, like whenever whenever yes. controversy comes up, somehow there's always a new uh, thing that shows up, or like and it completely and it completely dodge yeah, fire. Like you saw that with uh, with Blizzard, what like a year ago, two years ago. Yep, two years ago, supporting uh, supporting the uh, uh, in opposition rather of the Hong Kong protests. Mm-hmm. They, their, their Blizz, their Blizz, uh, their convention, BlizzCon, the next couple, uh, weeks, they're like, hey, Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, guys, there he, here's a trailer, here's some yeah. stuff. Then the fo- immediate follow-up question is, hey, so when are these games coming out? And that's all the time we have, guys. But hey, eat it up, you <laughs> fucking worms. <laughs> oh, man. They give a half-baked quote-unquote apology mm-hmm. uh, and announce some games that we that we already knew existed. <laughs> we knew Overwatch 2 was happening and we knew Diablo 4 was happening. Yeah. So they announced those games that we already knew existed mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, suddenly they're in the good graces again. And Nintendo did the exact same thing. They get under fire for being in opposition of, you know, fans and people who genuinely play their games. Uh, and then they announce a thing that people wanted, i.e. the next Smash character. Uh, and then as a cherry on top, they show off the Nintendo Land exhibit, uh, the, the Nintendo Land Park, and they're just gone scot-free. No one even cares mm-hmm. anymore. At least not the mass majority. Um, these companies don't care about you. Don't let them... Don't let them trick you into thinking. They just want your money. They want your money. Another company that is uh, that's been that has something new in the works, though. Eli. Yeah. Uh, Riot confirmed that they're having a uh, a League of Legends mo- uh, MMO. Yes, they did. Yes, they yeah. did. They kind of just one of their one of their important guys. I don't know Riot names. One of their important guys just came up and said, "Yo, yeah, we're do- we're doing an MMO, League of Legends MMO." In our yeah, you hear all that, League players? You're getting another one. <laughs> you're getting you're getting the MMO. You know, I'm I'm and, actually pretty excited for it though. Like I don't I don't I do not like MMOs. Like, on all honesty, don't like MMOs. So I don't. It's not that I don't like MMOs for me personally. I just I don't so. I don't play a lot of online games mm-hmm. 
because I, I, I kind of just, I don't, for the lack of a better term, I don't really have the heart for dealing with like people online. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you'll, you'll, there are, there are points where you'll meet some of the best people ever online. It's like customer service. Yeah. You'll, you'll sometimes meet some of the greatest people like you'll ever meet, mm-hmm. you know, just on a whim. Yeah. Just right? a random, some random people. Cue. And you'll find out that this guy is the, like, these are some of like the best people like in the world. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, you'll meet some of the absolute worst pieces of scum <laughs> yeah they're just overly that ruin your and... whole day yeah yeah and i person and i personally just i i'm not i i don't really like dealing with that so i don't really play a lot of online games but if i do play something online then i just do it with friends with friends yeah uh and i don't really play a lot of mmos because i uh i don't really have very many people to play those with yeah, so, like, I I don't really enjoy MMOs, mostly because, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, whenever I was, you know, like, young, and, like, uh, my, my mom was playing, you know, World of Warcraft a lot, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was playing with her, what would happen, because, like, I started my character, you know, at level one, you know, as, as, as everyone back in that time used to do. Now you can start, mm-hmm. like, at max level, apparently, or something like that. I don't know. I don't really understand it. Anyway, um, they would try to, you know, level me up. Uh, my, my mom and my uh, uh, stepdad would try to level me up as fast as, as fast as possible so I can play with them, right? right? Right. So what they would do is they'd take me into dungeons, and then they would just put me at the front of the dungeon where the monsters can't get me. And then they'd go and do the dungeon while I was there playing, quotation marks, uh, and I was getting XP through the party. Right. I was sitting in the front of the dungeon and I couldn't do anything because if I walked forward, I would get uh, and get a random little nobody, little ad uh, monster would see me come and like look at me just a little bit and i'd die and that and like that kind of like put like a sour taste in my mouth i know that that's not like you know the whole mmo experience um but that's just but it did kind of just yeah that's what i like i've always dwelled on but with uh, like i love the world of league of legends I think it's really, you know, you know, interesting and all these characters are, you know, it feels alive. And like it's yeah. it's even cooler like cuz they have been putting a lot of, you know, efforts into uh League and into the world. Yeah. Um you know, they got uh, a lot of lore in um their card game uh Legends of Runeterra. Um, now they have, you know, the, um, new, like, the turn-based RPG game that's going to be coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. the Rise of the Rune Lord, or not Rune Lord, Rise, uh, whatever it's called. Whatever that game is. Yeah. Blade of the Rune King, all that stuff. Uh. So. Go for it. 
Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But, you know, it's it's really cool to see, like, you know, them growing this IP and growing all these uh, characters and, like, just the world. Yeah, after, after how how long has League of Legends been out, like, on its own? Uh, this year was its 10th year, so we're going into the 11th season, so that's the 11th year of League of Legends. So, for roughly, like... Eight to nine years, it was just League mm-hmm. of Legends, and they're just now making more League of Legends games. I mean, to be fair, to be completely fair, they've they uh, like League of Legends has been like the number one multiplayer game for quite a while. Right, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, it's taking them this long for them to start branching out and making, you know these different games because mm-hmm. so, like now because now they're making a franchise yes usually for a company that's like the first move within the first couple years yeah uh but it's taken them nearly a decade for them to to, to finally like start branching out um because I, I've said, I talked to my girlfriend about it yesterday. Actually, uh, we talked. I said Overwatch and League of Legends are in this interesting pot where they have really interesting characters, really a, a really interesting world, a really interesting plot. But the games themselves, <laughs> you have to play, and they're insufferable. Whether it's the community that surrounds it, i.e., Overwatch, or the game itself, as well as the community, i.e., uh, League of Legends. It just—it's very hard to get into the thing you want, which is the plot. Yeah. So the fact that they're finally making you know these different uh, League of Legends games, i.e., the MMO and RPG and stuff like that, that are just a little bit more accessible. Uh, it, It's—I think it's an overall net win. Mm-hmm. So I—I I will definitely be investing in the MMO. Um, Especially when I have people to play. I'll with. play with you, Eli. Let's see, there yeah. you go. There's, There's one. Because one. Right. Uh, I I was playing FF14, but I played it by myself, and uh, it's fun to play for a little bit. But after a while, you know, you get to a point where it's like, man, I think I need to be playing with other people. Yeah. And that's that's every MMO. Mm-hmm. It does get to that like because there's even like what was it with uh. Elder Scrolls Online, um, there's certain parts yeah. that you just you can't do uh, by yourself. Well, like you could do them. Like no one's. It's it's kind of like that. Like no one's telling you you can't. But uh, there needs to. You need to. Uh, what's it called? Be on two buttons at the same time. Hey, I don't. I don't know, man. I'll figure that part out. You know. Yeah. So. But I, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be cool, especially like I think this will be like the first property with League where you get where you'd be able to like make your own mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know all those all all those years of making League OCs, it's about to pay off, folks. Yeah, no, so I'm I'm excited. Um, because does does League like have? Because I know, does League, like, have an established, well, well, uh, well, I'll just go ahead and ask, does League have, like, an established, like, class system, you know, like, different classes and archetypes? So, or is it just, like, support, 
tank. So like there's you know. there's uh you know there's characters that are like obviously like a tank uh support mm-hmm. uh there's marksmen um I guess I answered my Yeah, own marksmen's um fighters which are kind of like bruisers and juggernauts in that sense. Uh characters mm-hmm. that like they are their whole kit is dis- is designed to just keep on fighting. Um, mm-hmm. I-, I love juggernauts; they're my favorite class. Um, there's mages and assassins, but there's not like okay. you know, oh, he's a ranger, if that makes sense, right, or like D and D classes, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I answered my own question, but uh, it'll be cool to see what they come yeah. up with. In that now regard. there are Just... like, uh, like because. Most characters they have like their primary role and then their secondary role, um, right. and it's really like interesting to see like you know, and it's usually with the support class because a lot of support mm-hmm. you know you get that like they're not supposed to be like in the you know limelight like they're making sure everybody else does better. Um, right. So whenever it was a character named Pike that came out mm-hmm. he's an assassin but he's a support he's a support assassin and okay. like his whole thing is like uh like he he does like a, a whole bunch of cc or crowd control um but he's not able to like build health so you can't like build you can't build him as a tank right oh, okay. um okay. so but cool thing so his his ultimate has an execute like he he just he mm-hmm. murders them uh, once they're like below a certain amount, and uh, if you do kill uh, kill somebody, everybody who um, like got or who did damage to them within like a certain amount of time, uh, they get extra gold. So okay. instead, because you know, uh, getting a kill in League of Legends versus getting an assist is like. Getting a kill is 300 gold versus an assist, which is like 150. Mm-hmm. And League is a economy game. Like, you have to get gold in order to get items, in order to do damage, in order to win. Right? right. So, whenever, like, a support a support needs to be able to help and try to get their, their carries the gold. So, whenever they take the gold, it's usually, like, a bad sign. Right? Unless they're, like, playing, like, a certain type of character like pike who actually you know benefits from kill from taking the kills because then he gets everybody even more gold um so that was like that was a really cool like you know different character idea because most tanks at that time were you know he's a mage that is really just poking and that's all he really does he just does damage by being just magic or a tank or like an enchanter who you know heals and shields and stuff like that right so there are like you know those kind of like subset characters um that are just interesting to see whenever like they put those but there's no like i'm a warlock if that makes sense right yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. i yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how how they uh how they tackle it come off of it because, yeah. like, you know, for speculation, I bet you that um, the region that you come from is definitely going to, uh, you know, play a part 
in like character creation if it is like that kind of mmo where you uh, do that um if so i will definitely be from Buildwater. uh that's the uh (laughs) that's the uh the pirate themed area oh it's Mm -hmm. it's the best i love Buildwater so much i I don't doubt it um but you know it's uh, i'm actually i'm really excited i'm not excited for most mmos i don't like wow but i'm i'm excited for this one so get get your wallets ready, uh, league players. Um, it, fuck, what are the league points? <laughs> riot the riot points. points. Yeah, yeah. Get those ready. Get those ready. Don't don't buy no skins. Stop buying those KDA skins. They mean nothing to you. Um, get ready for this. Um. Uh, oh, and uh, moving on, I guess. Next. Um, so. This is a bit of an interesting one. Okay. So Shrek and the Dark Knight are among titles that are going to be added to the National Film Registry. Okay. Because those two movies, uh, pr- uh, they're films that are culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Don't you love how like meme culture has just taken over? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Because I, I completely understand, like, Dark Knight. Dark Knight is fucking phenomenal. Um, yes. I love I love that show. That movie. Yeah, so they're adding Grease. Uh, a couple other movies that I've never seen. Uh, that I know people will be mad at me for being a youngin for never seeing. Um, they're, they're adding, oh, they're adding Freedom Riders. Um, okay. Devil Never Sleeps, Cabin in the Sky, hmm. uh, bunch of others. Lots, lilies on Lilies of the Field. Lots of movies we gotta watch. Uh, maybe, uh, but yeah, Shrek. Shrek is the one. Uh, Shrek is the one that stood out to most people. Yeah. Um, I find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're all joking aside, aside from the memes, Shrek did a lot at the time. It did. Uh, and Shrek was a very unique film at the time in its own right, mm-hmm. too. Um, at the time when we were, when we were like, when Pixar was reaching its, you know, was reaching its peak. Um, when it was making waves in terms of animation, then there's Shrek, which, you know, takes a shit all over Pix- uh, Disney. Um, in some regards, and like basically saying, "Hey, all your Disney cheap ass magic shit." Uh, somebody once told me, you know, and just shits all over yeah. that. So uh, it did really well. And there's also a really great video um, by Lindsay Ellis explaining like Shrek starting kind of this uh, cultural phenomenon that we did, where we started talk, where we started advertising movies based on the people who were voicing in them. Mm. Because, you know, instead of, you know, focusing on, like, just talented people in general, they were just like, let's get the biggest celebrity at the time and just put their voice in this animated character. And that's what's going to sell the movie. Which... Uh, Shrek was kind of Shrek was kind of the one movie that started that whole trend. Because you can still see that, like, with, uh, what's it called? The um, Lion King, the mm-hmm. new Lion King movie. Absolutely. And the movies to this day, 
have still did the mm-hmm. practice because it works. Yeah. Uh, I I never wanted to see the new Lion King because the the Lion King remake because I genu- genuinely wanted to see it. Fuck no, I just wanted to see it because Donald Glover, my boy Donald Glover's <laughs> in it. That's all I want to see. Uh, and the movie itself is not good, and Donald Glover's performance is not his best. Uh, it's kind of weak. Mm. But hey, support the boy. Yeah, no, he's great. Greatness. And then you have uh, Beyonce in there, who's just being Beyonce. Hey, that, some of those songs, I I loved uh, one of those songs that came out. Literally the one. It was up. great. It was great. You literally like it because she just says, "Bitch, I'm." Yes. Beyonce. I am Beyonce. <laughs> I love it. It's like uh, it's like a fuck it. It's like that one Madonna song, "Bitch on Madonna." Bitch on Madonna. Yeah. Um. But yeah. <laughs> um. You know, we were talking about uh, you know Nintendo earlier. Yes. Um, they actually had uh, what's it called? Among Us. Is uh, launched onto the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, were, there was a bit of, uh, there was a slight bit of like hangups people had with that because I was seeing pictures going around, people like saying, "What, Among Us isn't free on the Switch?" Uh, pass. Like, it's like, bitch, is five dollars. Yeah. Like what? And you also have to have uh, the online subscription to like play among oh, us really? but well i mean that yes. makes sense but yeah it, it's a slight barrier but you know i I, th- I still find it you know really cool that like among us went from this yeah no named indie game from two from years two ago. years ago to now it's like a cultural phenomenon <laughs> this cultural award-winning phenomenon <laughs> It is. It's the simplest game ever. You can play the game entirely one-handed. Yeah. Uh, but you know, simple but meaningful. It's it's very. It's so interesting. Yeah. I'm still waiting for their new, um, the, the new, new map, map to come out because it looks so fun. Yeah. Oh, it looks so fun. Um. But yeah. Just so we say, I'm bad at Among Us. Um, I'm very, very bad at Among Us because I have a terrible fucking poker face. You're, like, you're bad at a lot of games. Yeah. I. <laughs> so, okay. So, okay, okay, okay. So, I have a terrible poker mm-hmm. face. I'm not that good at lying and getting away with it. But, but... So what I've done over the years is I use it to my advantage mm-hmm. by basically being the by basically playing the most incompetent person ever. But 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 understand that that's me playing 5D chess, right? So Secret Hitler, mm-hmm. right? That's my example I always use cuz the Secret Hitler games I was in were fucking legendary. <laughs> Uh, secret Hitler. Regardless of if I was Hitler, fascist, or a Civ, I would always play like a fascist. Which is so bad. <laughs> oh. Always. Or I would I would always play to where you just can't tell. I'm a wild yeah, card. And it would screw everyone. Or it's like, it. there's, n- yes! 
uh, there were points where I where I didn't even know. <laughs> I wouldn't look at my card. I wouldn't even know if I was a fascist. Like, or oh not. shit! Wait a minute! I am Hitler. <laughs> yeah. So, was and it worked. My strategy worked, and I don't know if you remember. Uh, I actually didn't play too much uh, um, Secret Hitler as much. Well, there is one story that, and this isn't with Secret Hitler, but it's with my strategy, mm-hmm. where uh, it was a Jackbox game. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I don't remember. It, we played on the Switch, and I don't remember if you were if you were there when we I played it. Been. But. But um, it was a Jackbox game, and it was basically like charades, right? They, well, it wasn't char- yeah, it was charades, where basically you would get a prompt, right? Um, you would get a prompt. Everyone would, everyone would get a prompt. And you would get, and you were the one who wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But and you had to kind of mimic what everyone oh, else yeah, did. Yeah, try yeah, to keep yeah, a I poker face. I remember, I remember I was the guy. Who had to be the mimic. And when everyone revealed that. When everyone uh, had to come clean and talk. Uh, they were saying like. You know this this was it. It was like Adam Sandler. Something something something. And we ended up voting someone else. Mm-hmm. And he got so mad. Because it wasn't him. <laughs> and I remember saying. And I remember saying. Uh, I was like you're so dumb. The prompt was mimic the person next to you's expression. <laughs> and everyone looked at me like, what? <laughs> I think it was Trent that like, said, we, uh, yeah. It was. It was. He was the one that got outed. Uh, and everyone looked at me like, you're a fucking imbecile, Eli. Uh, because I didn't realize that. That wasn't the prompt. I thought that was the real prompt. Good job, Eli. But I did it with such confidence and such like assurance that it got me through. And that's my playstyle with Among Us. Yeah, with any game like that. Because it's great. Because like, what was it? It was in Among Us whenever we played like with the, uh, the big group. That like yes. we just get a like at the very beginning we just get a emergency meeting. It's like okay what's what's wrong nobody's dead and then eli's just like i just want to let you know i'm not the imposter all right well we're voting him off (laughs) whoa wait a minute what uh yeah so that's also the downside to games like that because um you will probably just get offed immediately i also loved Regardless of if you're guilty or not, because no one wants to yeah, deal with. I it. also loved uh, when you were the imposter for the first time, and nobody yes. died because you didn't know how to kill people. <laughs> yeah, <And> like because <laughs> I think I was the one who was like, "Watch it beat uh, Eli," not knowing how to play the game and not knowing how to kill people or hit the big red button. Yeah, you were right. Or if I did kill somebody, I got caught in Super. <laughs> I'm so bad at these games because I'm terrible at just doing the getting away with it. Oh, man. I, That's why we can't play Trouble in Terrorist Town. Yeah. Because I'll just yeah. die. I remember... 
whether I'm the whether I'm the terrorist or not, they'll I'll just die. Oh man, I remember my my favorite play that I did was whenever I was drunk. Uh, we were playing mm-hmm. drunk uh, Among Us. It was during our like drunk Discord, and mm-hmm. I remember just running into uh, what's it called, um, like running with somebody to go to electrical. And I kill them, and I run in, and I see someone's already in there. So I run back out, and I see another person coming out. I was like, all right, big brain play. I'm about to throw that other guy under the bus. Boom. But, like, because I'm, like, inebriated, I wasn't able to report fast enough. So the other person reported. But I was able to uh, make him believe me. I was so happy. Uh, because all, all I did was just, just yell at them and be like, it was blue! It was... And that's all I said. Oh, it was great. It was great. Just drunk Adam, just yelling, it was blue over and over. I got... They kicked me out of the Discord. <laughs> so that they could hear me. Oh, else. we're so... I'm so bad at these games. We're so terrible. Oh, man. I, I'm just incompetent. Um... And, like, I try to use my incompetence as an advantage, mm-hmm. but more more often than not, it, it still ends up just backfiring on me because I just get ejected because no one wants to deal with my shit. Yeah. But when it works, it works. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Um, other stuff that's happened uh, this week... Um... On the PS5, uh, HBO Max oh. is now available. Yeah, so you can watch. Go watch Doom Patrol. Yeah, or Woman or Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, 1984 sure did. Or as the memes like it, uh, World War 84. <laughs> That's my favorite one from yeah. that. Um. A little bit of controversy that happened with Twitch, or even more. Seems like it's just keeps yes. on coming. Yes. So the Twitch saga continues. Yeah. So Twitch made a statement that uh, uh, they revised their their harassment policy, and they are banning the words "simps," "incel," and "virgin" as insults. Um. They did say that, like, the words are not, like, banned in all situations, but will only, like, take, a, uh, they'll only take action whenever it's used in harassment. But, like, how are they get? But it's an, auto- it's an automated yeah. system. So. Uh, get your simps out so... now. So. Because the effect will go in January 22nd of next year. Which is funny because someone did some data, some data research, and found out that since they announced it, the word simp has been, and incel and virgin were all uh, used in double mm-hmm. usage. Like, it mm-hmm. doubled. Because, of course. That, that's that's what, how that's the internet happens. works. You tell the internet uh, not to do something, and they do it even more. Yes. <laughs> So, this infuriates a lot of people for a good number of reasons. Um, because, say, you're you know, you're like me, uh, and you're black. Mm-hmm. Or, say you're 
like some other people in your uh your part of like LGBT mm-hmm. or some other marginalized group. Um you're pretty used to slurs and derogatory terms being thrown at you on the internet on a pretty regular mm-hmm. basis. And these companies, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, 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 they do essentially a grand total of fuck all nothing mm-hmm. against it. They, of course, of course, they have rules and policies that ban that kind of language, but the when they're used, it's very rare and not not very often. Right. You know. Um, so when Twitch goes out and they're like, we're going to defend people from being called simps, incels, and virgins. It's like, really, Twitch? These are the people you want, you're, you're trying to die on the hill for? This is the flag you want to mount? Really? I didn't even think about it that way. Oh, man. You have, you have people who, you have people who are uh, gay or trans or somewhere in the, in that, in that group and they're streaming and you have people who, who drop hard F-bombs or, uh, you know, say, say these, um, derogatory terms and all that good stuff in Mm -hmm. their chat or they change their name in chat to be something offensive and Twitch, you know, doesn't really act very much on that. But, oh no, if I call someone a, a simp, heaven forbid, that gets me fucking suspended? That gets me banned? Really? Man, it's it's the, uh, what's it called? It's the Cuphead's, like, meme format with the, um, the, uh, sunflower <laughs> with mm-hmm. the flower, where it's like, oh man, F-bombs and, uh, N-bombs and all that stuff, and it's just the, the, uh, flower looking away and then like simp and he's just yelling <laughs> yeah that's rid- uh, so like it, it's 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 just hard especially with twitch uh and their and their copyright mm-hmm. music uh policy getting getting even worse it's not good Mm-mm. and it just goes to show that like it, it, they're tone deaf they're not listening yeah or if they say they do, it's not it's not going high enough. It's not going high up enough. Uh, and so like this 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 simp incel version ban, it, it like come on now guys, it's not hard. It's not hard. You already have a good enough policy. Just enforce it. Yeah. Don't keep putting a band aid on the problem. Cause this, like, what? Mm-hmm. This is it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's annoying, and like, we'll see yeah, what happens. It's honestly, it's just even more drama. Um, that's just going down with between. It's like it's just a, a even bigger rift between like Twitch corporate and Twitch streamers and Twitch commenters yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, and like people make the 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 comments, or it's like, man, if it gets too bad, we'll just yeah. move. And it's like, move where? There was already the migration from YouTube to Twitch. You want th- you want to go back to YouTube? Yeah, where it's getting like just as bad. Mixer. Oh wait a minute. 
Yeah, I was about to say, there's no, there's nowhere else to go. Twitch can do whatever the fuck they want because they have no competition. Yeah. Mixer died. What, you want to try Facebook gaming? <laughs> go for it. Who knows, we might see the rise of another uh, company. Maybe. This would be the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. for someone. Uh, for a group of people or what have you. But, you know, like, t- at the moment, companies like Twitch, where they are the market, can do whatever mm-hmm. they want. Because who's, like, who's going to oppose yep. them? There's no alternative. You could try YouTube, but YouTube and Twitch are essentially in the same on the same level of how bad they are with these with this shit. So you know, we can have a migration back to YouTube, but like I mean, I don't know if those. It's, that it's really kind of like anything. a like it's just a band aid on the problem. It's not really like a yeah true f- um, fix. Yeah, and then you have people's livelihoods being affected. Mm-hmm. Um, so say like. Uh, you know, with the simp version incel thing, you know, people's accounts get banned, and that's that's their livelihood. Right. Uh, so, it's, it's and even more so with this, this uh, the, the music policy. Uh, so, and people getting false uh, falsely claimed over just shit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, someone, uh, I think we talked about it before, but someone uh, was talking about how their account got suspended because of sound effects yeah. from the game. Which is ridiculous. And it's like, like how far like does this go? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not good. Um, other than that, um, in music... Uh, Eminem Ooh. dropped his surprise new album, uh, Music to be Murdered by Side B. Uh, what was it? Thursday night? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Thursday? Thursday at midnight. Wow! Yeah. I didn't know. It, it's super, like, out of the blue. Um, got 30 tracks on it. 30 fucking mm-hmm. tracks. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so we talked about it a little bit before we hit record, before we start mm-hmm. recording, but I, I made I made the joke, and I, I I'm, I'm, it's a half-truth for me. I half mm-hmm. mean it. But, like, this is the only way for Eminem to stay relevant now. Yeah, I mean... For him to just surprise drop like, an hey, album. explosion. Because, like, I think he knows that if he, like, if he sets a date for it, no one will give a Mm-mm. fuck. Or not enough people. Because, like, I love Eminem. I do. I really do. He's, I think he's one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But his his most, his most recent stuff, it just doesn't hit like it used to. Yeah. And the reason being is, because, is, personally, I think it's because Eminem cares too much about what people think about him. Yeah, that was Kamikaze just saying, hey, I don't care. I don't care about what you guys say. The entire like, I don't album. care. <laughs> I don't care what people think about my music, but I care a yeah. lot. No. And so, like, I, it's just, I just think it's, he's holding himself back. And I think it's also like, Eminem, it's okay to retire, buddy. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it, you, you have made, you've become a cultural phenomenon. It's okay. 
just sit back and enjoy the money you made. Yeah, like a lot of people, fine. like they'll say that, like you know, like like especially like you know with, uh, during the time of like you know Rap Devil. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, between uh, MGK and Eminem, like I think mm. it was either him or someone else that was saying, "We're not like." you know i'm not battling you because like you're not you're like you you have already proved that you're like one of the best but you're just you're not as good as you once were and his and his new music just kind of comes off as like an angry yeah. old man like very ornery very whiny almost mm-hmm. yeah him constantly bragging about like how good he is and, and it feels like he's not doing it to he's not doing it to tell us he's doing that to tell himself yeah um so it's like i'll listen mm-hmm. to it and i might like it some of it at least but like I mean, oh 30 tracks God. at least one of them you'll like there, there, there has, has to, to be <laughs> Uh, unless it's like, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Re- Revival, Revival I think it was. was his, his pretty... Was that the, that was that was the, the flop? flop of 2017. Uh-huh. Um, so, unless it's like Revival and it's just all trash. Which, uh, like, I'll, I, I kind of, you know, I'll, I'm a little bit on the you know opposite side, a little bit of an outlier. I liked Revival, but... I like pop music, or like pop music, and I like pop rap a lot. Revival as a whole was yes, garbage. as a whole was bad. But I loved River. I think because because wasn't like Walk on Water on Revival the one with uh, I think Ed Sheeran, Beyonce. No. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that was that was a song that I did like. Uh, and there were a couple songs on there that I did like, but as a whole, I think it was fucking garbage. Then Kamikaze came, and I really liked Kamikaze, because it was just very snappy to the point, and it was just like... It was kind of like going back to how he was before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Music To Be Murdered By, I think, was a nice little, like, Mm -hmm. in-between revival and Kamikaze. Um... But like even then, it's like it's okay. It's okay, Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. It's okay to stop. It's perfectly one hundred percent fine to sit in the back, play a Dr. Dre role, and just produce some beats, uh, sign some people on. It's perfectly mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it was uh, Walk on Water with Beyonce. Yeah. And then I like. Yeah, I liked River a lot. That was the one with Ed Sheeran. But, so, you know, uh, I haven't listened to it. I will. I've listened to like a I've, bit. Like I listened to one song because it showed up in my YouTube play or YouTube uh, algorithm. Because they're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. here you go. Here's something to watch." And I was like, "Ooh, I like watching that." Uh, as YouTube does, um, and then another song called Zeus, which apparently, um, what's it called? Eminem apologizes to Rihanna. Yeah, so we talked about that yeah. before a little bit uh, before we hit yeah. record. And so it was, you know, it, like we we definitely like as as Eli and I, uh, I were talking, like it just it, it kind of came out of the blue a little bit. Um, 
you know, because Rihanna and Eminem have done multiple songs together. Yeah, and I, I said, namely, one of them being like about domestic mm-hmm. abuse, and like it's literally, I think, like one of his like biggest yeah, songs. Yeah, like everybody knows about. If not, I think it is like his biggest song. It's like at what two point one billion views, something on like that. So like. I'm surprised that, you know, that he did make an apology like that because I figured that their relationship was already okay. Apparently, um, he took the side of Brown uh, after he, after um, Chris Brown pleaded guilty to the felony assault in 2009. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I thought it was very weird because... uh, we we looked into it a little bit. Uh, Love the way you lie came out a year after. Mm-hmm. So like, I figured like at that point, you know that it, everything was all right because that's literally a song about the the um, the complications of domestic yeah. violence. And so I figured, and something that both of them have experienced. Mm-hmm. So I figured that that was like you know that was the song that was like here we go. Yeah. Now we understand each other, but I guess not. And they also did Monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did several, several songs oh, yeah. together. Um, so like, I, I, all right, I guess. I mean, better late than never. Uh, I, don't I mean, I don't, I don't know what happens behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't know these fucking, these... We may act like we know what's going on, uh, podcast listeners, but we don't. Uh, so we're just bringing it to you guys how it is. It is, you can go from, from there. So there you go. Um, yeah. And then we talked about, you know, um, Chadwick Boseman's last performance. Um, yeah. Which was, you know, like we said, really good. Definitely, definitely go mm-hmm. and watch it. Um, that's really all I got, Eli. Um, I think that's about all I got, too. All right. Well, dear podcast listeners, thank you guys for enjoying, for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this is Yelling in the Distance podcast. You can find us on Twitter at yelling underscore in. Uh, we even have a Facebook page. Um, and you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, uh, really anything, uh, Podbean, um, and yeah, uh, if you are enjoying this, uh, please you know give us a follow, uh, so you'll be alerted whenever we have uh, new episodes. And then if you could just you know spread the word, get you know your friends and family listening to it. And we are an explicit podcast, so little Timmy, don't be listening to our podcast. And if you are listening, little Timmy, yeah, don't tell don't nobody. Don't tell nobody. Um, and let well, tell people that will listen to the podcast, but don't tell anybody that you're listening. Yeah, tell tell your friends. Don't yeah, tell your yeah. parents. You gotta be smart about it, little Timmy. But we trust you. Mm-hmm. We're putting you on All some right. game. And uh, you know, we we really do appreciate Oh, Eli. You know, I yes. it, we actually did hit a milestone 
with this last episode. Yeah, sure we we broke a hundred downloads. We're currently at 121 downloads at the time of us nice and nice doing and... this. So, you know, that's that's really awesome. Looks like League of Legends is good for something <laughs> after all. So again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, you know, hopefully you guys stick with us. Yep, and all you League of Legends uh, players are listening right now. That have come straight from League, this is Eli officially saying, find a better game to play. Be-woo-woo. 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 Be-woo-woo.